Hey, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. I am regular Niles, one of the hosts of Gra- Grassroots Podcast, episode 180 on. What's going on, everyone? I'm splendid, regular Nas. Your intro is trash. And the fact that Wilson's intro was way better than yours is concerning to me. I just want to be clear. It's concerning at this point. It's fine, though. It's okay. I'm, I'm, the shades wasn't down. You wasn't in, in, in your bag. Like, hairline oh. don't look that 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 much Beijing as it normally does. Like, I don't use Beijing. You're I'm a hater. Uh, allegedly. But look at that light, though. It's got his skin and his teeth glistening over there. Glowing. Look at this guy. Oh, man. man. You trying to do an ad over here, Nas? Yeah, what's happening right. right now? Trying to psych. I'm not going to put the board up. What's oh, up, Aaron? Well, <laughs> well, before we introduce ourselves, make sure you join our Discord. We have a lot of people in our community there. Hit that notification button as well. And uh, yeah, like Nas said, I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm Brandon Killabh all. Again, I'm have, the regular Nas. Yes, <laughs> the regular Nas. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. So regular regular Nas, where where are we starting today? How how are we feeling? There's a lot going on. We could talk politics, we can talk hip hop, we can talk a little bit of gaming. There's a lot happening right now. So where Let's would start you like the, to start? The ho- the Hotel Inn remix. Without mm-hmm. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Megan B. Stallion and Car- and Cardi B. And I like I like how, that. How I you like feeling? That. How, how you, are you liking it? You're not liking it? What are you guys' thoughts? Um, I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck. Um, I do not like the record. Um for a number of reasons, right? Uh first be it I get I get WAP, right? I get that. I don't I don't and man, y'all know I'm I'm always clown for being the prude and all these things. I just don't feel like that was the necessary anthem that we needed right now is my point. There's so many other important things going on that why do we have to worry about a WAP? That's one. Two, um, I, I, I kind of feel like it's bad timing on, on, on um, Meg's part. I feel like it's bad timing. Um, I get how it could be good timing considering, you know, all, all of the shooting in- incidents and stuff like that. So I, I get it. I just don't think that this was the right record to to uh, circumvent the attention away from the shooting to this record. I don't I don't think it makes sense. Um, I, I I also think too it kind of sends the wrong message a little bit, honestly. Uh, just the the lyrics in, in in the music it it just sends the wrong message to to women that could be looking up to to some of these women. Just my opinion. But again, this is a man speaking. I, this could be some big women empowerment thing. So again, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you outside looking in on my original listen, when I first heard about the record and wanted to hear the record, I was like, oh shit, this should be a good record. Just because of both of their bland, brands, right? Like obviously we wanted both Cardi and Meg to be ratchet, you know, shit on men, the, the normal women empowerment thing that they do. That's that's what works for them. I just think that this, that this is, threaded the line a little bit between anthem 
and raunchy. Mind you, again, we from the same cloth of the little Kims of the world and all of these things. I just feel like this one was just a little different um, given the, 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 the circumstances, honestly. Just my take. Nas? Uh, I, it was all right. I'm going to be honest, it, it was okay. It wasn't like dope, like super dope. I thought she should have released a video on that. Uh, from a, a marketing standpoint, uh, and I would have had Cardi B jump on, on a remix for that mm-hmm. if I'm going to use Cardi B. Uh, it, was, it was okay. The video was a little Holiday Inn-ish, with, you know, i.e. Chingy featuring Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. And, and then this, uh, what's this, Kylie Jenner. I don't know. I well, miss the old days. I miss the old days so, when, when, hold on, hold on, Brad. I just, I just want to put this out there. I miss when women... And music videos were naturally beautiful. Like I, I'm not a big fan of the, the fake butts and the fake lips and just the plastic. I'm not a fan of it. I like natural women. I mean, that's just I don't. I, and then she didn't serve her purpose. She was just walking, and I think they could have highlighted somebody else. She was just yeah, walking. Well, it was why she added nothing. I feel like I feel like that's interesting too, though, just because with her being in the video. Um, elephant in the room. Remember when Meg was very, very vocal about uh, about Jordan Woods and that whole relationship, and now Kylie is in the video. So, a little messy there, a little messy. But I get it. It's a good look to just have Kylie strutting in your video with you be one of the, the, the women in the forefront in music, and you have another woman directly in forefront be a Cardi in, in, in music. And then you have this other woman, Kylie Jenner, one of the most successful and, and financially sound younger women coming up right now. So I get it. I just feel like the timing is just, it just doesn't make sense. The record doesn't make sense. The, it, I don't know. E, you are the woman on this illustrious podcast. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, well, one, I think that like... You know, if, if we're going to be in a position where the context of the lyrics, uh, yes, they are definitely a little more towards the raunchy side. But if we feel like that's also not something that should be done, then we also have to evaluate the industry as a whole and look at all of the contextual, the contextual lyrics in other songs, especially when from male artists, country music, rock. Uh, that's one thing that kind of had a problem with was that there is this little sense of sexual liberation, but also like we as a country are a little bit prudish too, I feel. And on top of that too, it's like, um, you know, there have been even raunchier anecdotes and symbolism within things like rock and, and country music and even older songs that that I don't think, you know, and this is me playing devil's devil's advocate because I feel like the industry has set this standard, the industry, and also partially we as consumers have to take blame that we set this standards for how music is right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I I think that I don't think this is a song that would work for quarantine time. Now, if it was like last summer, I'm sure yeah that could probably work. But like yeah, I do agree. Like I don't know if this fits within the energy and environment of, of what quarantine is. And I think that it would probably even pop off even more if people could even be out 
and like basically like be able to dance and twerk to this you know there's it's, it's yeah. the purpose of the song i feel like but I think that also this just brings a bigger conversation around um, the representation, the lyrics of women, and especially in hip hop, and the overall just how the industry is is how their industry is moving, how people view this, uh, but then don't view certain contextual lyrics within other genres. I think it's a bigger discussion, and then also we're gonna see a lot of music that's just gonna be put out just because. For those who don't know, the music industries, most of them, or at least I think it's like 40% of the revenue income source that comes in is from touring. And touring is no more right now. And so the music industry has mm-hmm. been hit hard by fi- uh, financial uh, damage. So we're going to see a lot of songs that come out that just may not make sense to come out, but they're, they're going to have to put music out to try to make some return on investments because certain labels, mm-hmm. certain industry, uh, certain companies, uh, even certain agencies, they've been letting go of their music touring staff. And so it's just like, I don't know. It's such. I feel like it's such a weird time in the music industry right now. To be honest, it's really weird. It's, it's super weird. I agree with you. I think I think you hit the nail on the head too. Just with from a release perspective, I want to take it a step further. Do you think that this record hurts Cardi and 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 um and Meg right now? Now, mind you, again, Meg was due for maybe let's say a flop. I'm not saying that this is a flop, but one of those records that just didn't hit yet, right? I feel like Cardi is on a little bit of a run of that, of of making records and or being associated records that while they perform statistically okay, but for someone of her stature, I don't think they, that they perform of the same level as they once did. Um, so I kind of I feel like um, this is one of those things where we may see a different Cardi too, right? New management, meaning no management. Um, there's a few other announcements that she made. Uh, no management. I think she's independent or, or she's working on a deal or something like that. Or? I think she's, I mean, the management yeah. that Cardi B had before, she did, like, she switched. She changed management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah not I, the manager. I, I'm talking about the, the label situation. What's uh, the label situation? Uh, I believe she's under a Rock Nation, but Correct. Uh, she changed her management. So she's being represented by her lawyer now. By her lawyer. That's what it was. Thank you. Thank you. That's what it was. I find that to be interesting. I just find that to be interesting, but I get it. I get, I get why. I hundred percent get why. But um, I don't know. I, I, a part of me feels like Meg is all right. She can get a little bit of a pass because I feel like you can chalk this up to a, a few different things. I would caution Cardi right now, just because again, um, as quickly as you're you're on the top, as quickly as you can fall when when uh, you don't meet the the bare minimum from an artist perspective when putting records out of the the quality that uh, consumers are used to consuming based off of your brand. So I, I would just caution her with that to maybe want to take a step back. The same person you see doing that now is kind of like Nikki. It's just Nikki is just partnering with different people and and it's kind of working for her. But if you're paying attention, like. Nikki by herself is, is not really, it's not pushing the way it once was. And I think that that's partially the reason why she got, you know, kind of quiet outside of the, uh, the, uh, her becoming uh, pregnant. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, Nikki solidified this, though. Yeah, correct. That's but why, but I'm saying. It's solidifying. She got, you know, 75 M's behind her. I mean, how much, how much more work does she, does she really need she, to do? She, she does she doesn't have to. And that's my, that's my point. Cardi and and Meg are approaching, if not on the helms, right? And I think you don't think so. I listen, man. Nikki's spot 
Not 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 Meg right now. Not Meg. I'm talking about Cardi. Just Cardi. Cardi is Cardi's hot for right now. Nikki had a consistent run of hits. Mm-hmm. Like she she's been on big, huge records. She, yeah, so yeah. you're saying the same thing I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying right. like we're in agreement. Yeah, okay. you, we're in a, we're in agreement. I'm saying Cardi right now has to be careful. Meg could could kind of take a little bit of uh, a few chances right now. She's still a very very new and young artist. Um, if I'm her and her marketing team, I can just chalk this up to hey, we wanted to put something fun out. Uh, you know, we had a bad experience, but there's there's mad ways you can clean this up. Um, Wait, so I, I'm gonna butt in here. So it's Chris again. Wait, so. Uh, She's still signed under 300. Let me just correct that real quick. Uh, that's Megan. So I think mm-hmm. the reason I had a theory, but like I think we're not feeling this joint because this WAP joint because doesn't it feel like super manufactured to you? Everything from like the sample to the, the video to the Kylie appearance. So oh. going off of E's point, I think this is uh, maybe directly related to it. Maybe do you think the record label just doesn't know how to maneuver into this quarantine, and that's why we have these manufactured like twerking joints that you know there's no one really out right now so it uh, can't really yeah man you trying to twerk in the living room chris yeah <laughs> no i'm not yeah. twerking in the living room i promise you that yeah <laughs> um you know what uh yes chris yes i think it, it is a little bit of mismanagement with the labels i think that's mismanagement uh, with everyone across the board though just because we're all trying to figure it out um i also think though if i'm keeping it a buck i think that uh, Meg is hot right now, hot hotter than any female artist right now, just simply off of music and simply, unfortunately, off of the whole shooting situation. Um, I think that the label or wh- whomever her handlers were probably looked at this as a great opportunity to say, hey, yo, Meg's, Meg's force right now is is crazy, right? It's off the charts. We should be able to capitalize on this. Let's put a record out. <laughs> I, I know how how it works. Like I I get it. It's the same way um, where you see you, you see different artists go viral, and then you'll see those same artists in, like when when they're posted on on different websites or blogs. You'll see those same artists in the comments fueling that to keep it going. It's very clear when it when there's a hidden marketing plan behind it and and and, and all of those things. Um, I just think this is a it, right now, and I get it. I know it's the number one record and all these things. I get all of that, right? I get it. Mind you, there's no other records competing with this. I want to preference that. It's easy to be the number one record when there's nothing else out there. No shade. That said, I think that this was a clear miscalculation. I think we'll see it long term. We're not going to see it right now. Like All, all that's going to happen right now is you're going to see Cardi, uh, Meg, and, and their whole camps defend, well, yo, y'all hating on this record. This is about women empowerment. And, and the numbers speak. But it's like, uh, does it really? Does it really? I could I'm argue. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Okay. I, I could argue that I don't think this is going to impact Meg as much as it is Cardi. To be honest, I think. Meg no, I'm talking about Cardi. I'm talking oh, about Cardi. To be Carly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're in line with me and Nas. Yep. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah, no. also another thing. You know what's really, really interesting during this time? You know how like pre- like before quarantine, right? The the rollout plans for big and established artists was always like the highlighted point. And then for those who were trying to establish themselves, it was a lot harder. Honestly, I could see quarantine flipping the script where it's becoming harder for established artists to really keep that quality and consistency now. And if anything, I think this is a bigger opportunity for artists whose labels haven't really done entirely right by them. Like for example, Normandy in there, I feel like Mm -hmm. as an artist, 
Um, this is a great opportunity for the artists like Normandy and some others who are established, but they're still trying to figure out what is their sound like, because yeah, there's not that yeah. much competition right now. Mm -hmm. And if anything, mm -hmm. labels should be pushing harder for artists like Normandy. Uh, Normandy. Yeah. So like, they don't, so like, we don't, we, we don't, we don't want a situation. We don't want a Tanache situation where labels just don't know what to do with the artists. However, I feel like this is a great opportunity for artists who may not know kind of what their lane is or they just weren't pushed as heavily as before this is honestly the best opportunity to start doing it right now agreed agree i agree with that 100 percent um i guess we could we could move on from there so i guess we'll see how this one plays out uh, i don't know that it's gonna be good she should have that girls in the hood real mix should have went man not nas on the low i blame you for this why <laughs> you you were you were the one that said you were going to get the ladies night remix together you've been saying that for ample amount of episodes you have they yet don't. to do that you were supposed to usher and hold on let me blame you you were supposed <laughs> to usher in this change and you did not fam this is partially on you yo can you imagine if you would have did a remix of girls in the hood and then said yo y'all shot me in the foot but i'm still good and cardi b <laughs> oh my god and, and, and cardi jumped on there that would have been lit oh what's that would have been fire that would have been fire. I wouldn't have been mad at that. Come on, man. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad at that. Honestly, even if they like kind of switch. Okay. Sorry. My brain's <laughs> going somewhere. So I, I just think that, yo, having like something like that, like an anthem, if they just adjusted the lyrics and like, even if they like had like not only the, the, the newer talent, because obviously we saw like Rosalia and like Mulatto, but like, even mm -hmm. if it was like, yo, what if instead of a Kylie, what if it was like little Kim? that made that cam cameo yeah. appearance. Like, that issue would have been That's, fire. Or, listen, if you pick Kim, Foxy, or, or somebody in like that. In a different that, rooms? With, in a with, different with room? The, with the young ones, too? Oh, yo, man. Yo, that's how you buy, that's how you buy yeah. your record. This they need, one, this, is, this is what happens when you get rid of artist development and street teams. Listen, <laughs> listen. That's listen, you playing? It's the truth. Even though this isn't really artist development. This is more... Marketing. This is strategic old marketing. marketing, planning, forecasting, segmentation, that sort of thing. This isn't A&R. That's not artist repertoire. Even though it kind of is too, though, because even how, even how this, this, um, this whole debacle has been handled, that's where the artist repertoire kind of comes into play. That's where, you, you, you know, you, you do, you, you, you coach people on how to do, you know, different statements and how to handle things emotionally, mentally, what, what things to avoid, what pitfalls. There's so many different avenues with, with that. Um, but I do, I just feel like it's one of those things where if, if we continue to kind of, I don't know, for lack, I guess, I guess support, I guess for lack of a better word, um, I think more and more it's, it's, we're going to start to see things like this and it's going to start to change the way we, we, we consume music. It's, it's because now everything is just so sensitive. It really, really is for, for, for obvious reasons, right? Like this right now where we are, it's very difficult. You have to be very, very smart with, 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 with releasing shit, especially when it's like that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. We won't be seeing this on TikTok. Yeah, nah. nah. <laughs> Well, well, speaking of TikTok, we can we can jump right into that. Good, good segue. Way way to pick it back up after you fumbled the football. Let's go, <laughs> go Nas. Let's go. Well, no, it was TikTok. Trump is trying to ban TikTok. Microsoft is trying to buy TikTok. There's a. I don't, I don't like TikTok. I'm I'm old like that. TikTok is stupid to me anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what Chris. 
Chris, Chris likes TikTok. I, Chris is out nah, there. Wait, wait. Nah, I actually had a question for you. So I actually put it down on the rundown. But how, like, actually maybe for all you guys, how concerned are you for, like, your kids or future kids, like, security and, like, personal information? Because now that, you know, like, these kids might be on TikTok. Say so your daughters might be on TikTok. Like, how They try. They try. How comfortable are you? My little, my little nieces and ne- my little nieces were on there, like, oh, we got to get TikTok on. The- nah, it's over. Because you know what? There's so many the laws haven't caught up yet with social media, mm-hmm. right? So that you can get away with so, so, uh, social b- media bullying and things like that mm-hmm. and getting IP addresses and, and so forth and so on. But TikTok, I think certain social media needs to have an age limit, to be honest with you. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't yeah. want to hear it because it's like, oh, you're trying to mo- you know, monitor our, our freedom or, or stifle us. Mm-hmm. But you need an age limit because I don't want my six-year-old and three-year-old on TikTok dancing and then some pervert uh, has access to TikTok because there are a bunch of reg- registered offend- sexual offenders who, mm-hmm. who can, they can, they can still have access because the laws haven't caught up yet. So they can yeah. have access to yeah. so- certain social media, mm-hmm. you know, unless they're like super, super big and, you know, and that's in their uh, restrictions. But other yeah. than that, you know, I don't. I don't want my 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 daughter's faces out there like that, man. Like for real. I, 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 just I don't feel like it's. I feel like it's already too late. I feel like we've been doing this for quite some time. Like I was explaining this on my social media. It's like you, even Instagram, all of these social media sites that we use. The moment you sign up, you're already signing off to relinquish some of your proprietary information for these third party apps. That's just a given, right? TikToks. Uh, they take it a step further in regard of the fact of them trying to market things to you, right? Like they're using that information or could potentially use that information. So then you go to another website and, and then they're showing you things that they want you to see. It's, it's, it's one of those, it's a marketing tool, but it's like, it's almost one of those like dirty marketing tools because you're brainwashed, right? Like you're, mm. it's like, oh, I'm thinking about something. And then you go on to Facebook or you go on to whatever you're, you're, the browser, wherever, wherever you're at, right? The moment you go in there, nine times out of 10, you're going to see an ad for whatever it is that you were speaking about, whatever it is that you saw in this, in this app or whatever it is that you searched that TikTok now gives, uh, gives you or gives them access to viewing. So it's dangerous at the end of the day. We don't know what that information is being used for. We don't know where it's housed. We don't know uh, the severity of it, how long it's been happening. There's so many different variables with it. And I think that the, the biggest thing right now is the fact that um, while, you know, the world hates Trump, he's actually right about this one. He's right. This is, this is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem. Now, well, I hate to okay. break it to you all. I hate to break it to you all, but I'm not saying this is right, but they are, everyone already has our data. Like the second that we went more for accessibility mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, easy access was the day that we gave up our privacy. So for yeah. everyone to say, Oh, TikTok's going to take our information to the, so many companies, the government and everybody else, they all have our data information. Yep. Uh, it's just, that's, yep. that's something that's been, <clears throat> it's already happened. It's mm-hmm. already done. So like, if you're worried about it, you should have been worried about it a long time ago because that ship has yeah. already sailed. I hate to say. Well, yeah, the, I agree. You know, I agree with you. I read something and I posted it on Twitter that generation Z, that's the people born 2010 and after they're the unhappiest generation so far, despite mm-hmm. having low levels of uh, 
drinking, drug take, drug taking, teen pregnancy, and antisocial behavior. So that that means to, to, that translates to me that like they're too they're on the phone too much, they're involved in social media too much because there's so much peer mm-hmm. pressure that you you have to oh, I got to catch up with E, I got to catch up with Brandon, I got to catch up with Chris. They're over here doing this, and I'm I'm not. And it it seems the perception is I'm not doing anything. They're moving, yeah. and I'm stagnant. So now I'm unhappy with myself, and then I'm going to post these fake pictures up here. Whereas uh, Brandon and I and, and, and E, the, the millennials, the, the, up to towards the upper, closer to Generation X, is <laughs> just like, I, I know how to put the phone down. I know I can, mm-hmm. I can just go out. I can socialize with my friends. I don't, I don't yeah, I'll, be, I'll be waiting to disconnect. <laughs> yeah, I'll I be need... waiting to disconnect. <laughs> Dead ass. We don't, I can say we don't, we don't need, and Crystal, we don't need the phone. It's nice to have, like, and we know how to use it to, to, to get what we want, but it's not, oh, my God, what, what's everybody doing? I can easily disconnect, and uh, I don't need it. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, that's work. what I worry about with, with TikTok and on all these other future apps and social media platforms. It, it's going, we're going down a dangerous path. And I think for my children, I'm nervous. And for the future children and children now that you don't have mandatory therapy yet in yeah. society. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, so... It's, it's a dangerous uh, game that we're playing right now. It's a give and take, honestly, because we just have to figure out what that balance looks like. Because, yes, I agree with you. Like, I, I know some people who don't even know how to have a conversation with someone, and it's really troubling. Mm-hmm. However, there's also been so many benefits and positivities. Like, social media has pretty much removed gatekeeping in the sense of, like, certain industries and, and certain um, companies that – Previously, before social media, we were able to gatekeep who could come in, especially when it comes to people of color or even women. You can't really do that now with social media. It's a little bit harder to do that. So, like, for example, an artist, right? There is a whole different process for getting signed to a label and to negotiate your contract. Now, social mm-hmm. media has given power to creatives to be able to get the best deal, to be able to say, no, I'm not going to sign with you. I can do it on my own. And it puts the power mm-hmm. in certain individuals and also. I feel like it's also helped certain people from low-income areas be able to use something that they don't have to spend a whole lo- lot of money on to become successful. So it's like social media is is it's been a blessing and a curse. It's just it's mm-hmm. our responsibility to figure out that balance, and it's also our you know the thing too it's 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 the responsibility of our government to know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to social media. That's why these social media companies are running rampant with doing whatever they want because we have people in certain positions that don't know anything about social media. You can't just be blaming being older or or not paying attention to what's going on with social media as as a way to be ignorant and have that be a reason why there's not certain regulations and things that are being placed uh, when it comes to Facebook and all these other, and even Google, you know? I just think mm-hmm. that there's a, there's a certain level of ignorance from from a legislation standpoint that's why some of these things are happening. And, and the, the, sh- the shit gotta stop. Like, we need to have more people who understand social media, like AOC, or at least have the right. other people get educated on it so then we can put certain measures in place so that, you know, it doesn't impact the youth as much or the data breach and everything like that won't be as much. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. Them old people were sitting, been sitting up there in, in them high chairs for too long. Yeah, you, you definitely. <laughs> They've been sitting up there for too long ignoring it. You know, when you start eating 
and everybody's paying for you to say this and paying for you to say that, yeah, who cares about? So you got you have an intern to handle social media. So I don't know it, but yeah, yeah but like that's, that's you know, crazy. But we we understand it because we we're in it. They're not. They're mm-hmm. not. They're a, they're not in it, man. Yeah. Makes yeah. them look dumb, though, when they ask a question in the hearing. And freaking Mark Zuckerberg is like, yeah, that's not Facebook. You're talking about Twitter. You're talking about Twitter. Oh. Super jab. Ooh. Super jab. But I feel Ooh. him. Yeah, make that make that clear. Don't associate me with that shit. I feel him. Don't associate me with any film. And that microaggression. Yeah. And, yeah, and all that bullshit. Yeah, keep, I'm, I'm with the grown folks. Keep me over here. Y'all go do that stupid kid shit. Keep me right over here. I feel him. I feel him. I 100% feel him. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Twitter, sir. That's Yo, Wilson, uh, what do you feel about TikTok hey. and Microsoft? Good to have you. Um, thank you. Um, well, as far as Twitter and Microsoft go, um, isn't TikTok? Are we talking about uh, TikTok or Twitter? Well, Twitter, well, TikTok, Facebook, social media. But as far as t- yeah, TikTok is an actual threat, though, right? Yeah, as far as China. from what I've heard, China. At least I think so. China. So, so it's no longer a threat if Microsoft buys it. Technically, I don't think it would be just because that's an American company, and at least we would have ownership over it. And then so I'm the sure that they would be able to change. Comes to America. I don't know yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know about all of that. But I mean, if you're talking ownership, if if I'm an American company, U.S. company, and I purchase a foreign company like TikTok, then yeah, that would have to come to to there, or we just manage it in China, honestly, but wherever, wherever. Honestly, I'm for the ban of TikTok. Because too many girls have been asking me to do TikToks with them, and I dead them all <laughs> like a jerk. So I'm for the ban of TikTok. It's not my thing. Oh my god! <laughs> what, a, what, what a Grinch! What a Grinch! But guys, yeah, also I feel like this. I mean, I'm not saying that the ban is wrong or anything like that, but then also this makes it. We have to also evaluate the other businesses that we're getting involved in as well, like, you know, gas, right? In terms of the relationships with the Middle East and relationship, like, there's just, I feel like, yes, I understand the TikTok thing, but also there are other businesses that other people aren't paying attention to where there are uh, mm-hmm. overseas countries that have such a hold and such a, uh, a political hold as well when it comes to their relationship with the United States. So it's not just a TikTok yeah. thing that people have to understand. It's more than that. But also, when it comes to politics, you're gonna, they're always going to make the decision based off of what is going to help them get the seat and mm-hmm. keep the seat. Yeah. Very hypocritical. Yeah. Politicians are hypocritical. 100%. I agree with that. They go for the money. Well, this is well big business, paid. though, too, though. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, let's be clear. This is also very high level big business. It's, this is us being privy to the little bit of the mud, but I'm sure, you know, the rabbit hole goes a little bit further down than what we, are, we, we know and are aware of. I'm certain of that. He wouldn't be going as hard, yo. Because at the end of the day, when you think about it, Trump is a businessman, yo. He's a businessman, right? And the one thing you can give this guy credit for, he, he's good at business. He's successful at business. So for him to be so aggressively doing this it has to be for something outside of distraction purposes outside of distraction but there's a reason why and i don't know if that's you know to benefit us as u.s citizens or himself long term or business people long term or just people in general like protecting our privacy but he might be listen i heard he lowered lowered the price of certain medicine for people on medicaid yeah yeah nobody nobody's talking about that like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't agree with the guy i know they're gonna call me republican nas I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does. 
Yeah. But you're lowering the price of people on Medicare. Like that's beneficial for the people out there, for for the, yeah. the our citizens, the denizens, the denizen of this country. He's also mm-hmm. he's also working on um, <clears throat> making it so that people making under I think one hundred thousand don't have to pay payroll tax. Yeah, for yeah. the rest of the year. For the rest, for the rest of, the year. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And also unemployment. Oh. He lowered the unemployment as well. The yeah, but see here here's my only thing with all of this good shit. All of this sounds great, right? I'm really scared that he's gonna make people pay that back. <laughs> he's because not. they're every, uh, he's, he's not. He's not. I understand that. It but what I'm saying is even these checks that we're getting right now, yeah, you you you're getting that now. There is no word that we won't have to pay them back. Right now, they're saying, yeah. well, no, you don't if, have to pay if anything, back. If anything, it might come out of uh, future tax returns. Out of your future taxes, but that's, that's yeah. still paying it back. That's my point. That's my Wait, point. So, then how so, much, but then how much will we pay back? Because if he's lowering it from a 600-week benefit to a 400-per-week supplement payment, would that then be would that be lowering the payback then? Or, or do you guys feel like that's uh, not going to be the case? Well, I don't think that that would have to be paid back. The, the unemployment aspect of it the but as far as like uh, stimulus checks either. the stimulus doesn't have to be paid back either. yeah i don't That's think so I, th- I think they would have said that yeah you know what that, i'm saying that wouldn't have passed I, 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 you can't I know, you can't, can't, right? can't give me i'm just asking a question now it's no, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not coming at you but i'm saying but these are the things see, this that's the stuff that they put out the people that oppose trump that is that's what they put mm-hmm. out because one biden hasn't picked a partner yet we're in, we're in the middle of August. He has not picked the VP yet. He's still stumbling over talking about how African-Americans are a monolith and not diverse enough as compared to the Latino population. Yeah. Like, all, all they do is, all he does is disrespect us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get tight. Like, I don't like either one of them. I really do not like either one of them this, this election. But I'm not going to sit there and vote for you just because you say, if, if you don't vote for me, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Ooh. I like... I, I like my racism yeah. on the surface, personally. Exactly. Yeah. I like it on yeah, the you surface. Know what I'm Just with. Lay it on, on me. The, on the low. Yeah, lay it on me. Yeah, lay it on me. I w- I'd rather know, number one. Number two, um, yeah, that rubbed me the wrong way. I don't. I don't like that. I don't. I don't. I didn't like that statement at all. Don't tell me I'm not black just because I don't want to vote for you. Now I just don't want to vote for you at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like now I'm just gonna be that guy. Like I don't. I don't. I don't think that. Um, and I get it, right? Like we know how how Biden's giving it up. Like we get it, right? Like he's he's a man of the people. He's definitely for minorities. That's very clear. I just think don't be too comfortable and don't get too comfortable <laughs> with some of the things that you say and some of the things that how you go about it. Because just because you're going about something a certain way and or you may have good intentions does not mean you're going about it the right way. And that's the problem right now. His intention, his intentions could be all for Americans, could be all for uh, bettering. U.S. citizens and, and, and fixing all different sorts of legislations and whatnot. But how you go about it, yeah, that could, that could change how, how people view you and how, how people treat you. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, really, I don't really care for that, that, uh, that statement that was made, honestly. Uh, it's just 2020. It's just, it's just a shit show, man. It's just like, you know how we always say go with the lesser evil? But it's literally like go with the lesser evil, the less complicated, and go with what's not going to just fuck us up super long term. Like it's just agreed. It's just a lot to process and a lot to to have to deal with at this point. And yeah. and then on top of that too, it's like you have you have one president who has these surface level uh, <clears throat> racial uh, epithets and tensions tied 
then you have Biden uh, and then having that problem. But then you also have the president, you know, currently who mm-hmm. whose words have incited more uh, physical, aggressive harm and race uh, and, and public display of racism a lot more on a on a more violent and bigger level. It's just like, oh, my gosh, like which like which one do we pick? Like this shit is crazy. I don't know, man. I don't no, know. Man. I just don't feel I don't feel like we're heading down the, the the right path at the moment. Just with like all of these different things that just keep happening within this election. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I also I mean, feel I mean, like could, I also feel like Trump is scared too. I also feel like Trump is. I'm, we're ignoring that. We, we're not going. With, we're not going with Kanye. We know we're not going with Kanye. There's, there's no reason to go with Kanye. You don't even feel comfortable with Kanye being your president. Like, just stop it. I'm just saying. That, you know that which makes one's absolutely pick. no sense. Listen, no, no, man. no. We, we we know which ones we're not picking. He's on the list. Listen, I, got options. Let's let's remember. Nope, yeah, you can, we can always write. We can always write in anyone. But let's let's not forget Barack Obama. President Obama did not let Joe Biden do public speaking that often in them eight years. Yeah. Think about how many times Biden was actually in front of a mic. And before well, that's why, back, because he, he, he was talking crazy. He, that, every time that, he got that, in front of a mic, <laughs> he's called people idiots and, and dummies. Mean, and during, in, 90, in 94, during the mass incarceration, that was Biden who, who was chanting, lock them, lock them SOBs up. Mm-hmm. That was him. That, mm-hmm. like, he thinks people forgot. I, I didn't, you could pull a pack a fast one on, on them other people, on them other bands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm with you. I I, I can't, uh, and I like Biden. I think I think we all kind of like Biden starting out, right? Like just from uh, his 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 morals and, and and principles that he displayed, right? Like we loved we loved him obviously with Obama. We loved when he would curse out all of these different people, and then we, we would make jokes about it. But now that he's the actual the the, the potential guy. That that is going to be the leader of the free world. I don't know that I'm all that comfortable with his methodologies at this point, just off of what he's displaying. It's uncomfortable for me. It doesn't make sense. And I and I get it. I get it. You want to support minorities, I get all these things. Oh, that's great. But the way he is going about it is starting to look really nasty for me. Really nasty. No, man. So. On top on top of that, China's preparing for a war with us. Just that they print they, there've been murmurs in the southeast. Just just waiting. Mm-hmm. Do you want Biden in control of that? Or you want to do that's like, yo, we get, I'm down for whatever. I know I'm 45 is with, he's with the shits. That, yeah, 45 is definitely with the shits. <laughs> like, 45 is with the shits. But I mean, I don't know. I just kind of feel like um, we're in, a, in one of those spaces where every election now, it's, it's, we're, we're, we're tasked with, with picking from the worst of the litter. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's never a strong candidate that it's like, yo, this is, this is the person like outside of, we all felt like that about Obama, but again, he has his flaws too. Right. But again, that's inherit in, inheritance of, of flaws and messes that most presidents have to clean up. We already went through that in the last episode and episodes prior to we're talking just strictly that feeling like, you know, I, I, I feel like the last time we got that feeling and it was ruined for us was, was, was Clinton. I feel like that's when people were were happy. Like when we were like, All right. well, we had a surplus. The country had a surplus. But that's my point. That's my that's my point. I'm saying like that's the last time where where we were kind of in, in all in unison uh, chanting hooray. Where now it's like every election, it's like oh, there's one candidate that that's really really good, but then he gets washed. <laughs> or there's another candidate that does really really good that you think is going to do well, but 
polling wise, you know, falls short. And then there's you get stuck with the, the, the bulk of the people. Right. You get the Bidens of the world. You get Trump. You get maybe a Bernie Sanders and let's throw in the sprinkle in a Hillary. And then from there, it's like, ugh. Now it's like, all right, which which way do I want to get fucked? <laughs> like, that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this is what it is. Yeah, I think that like the main focus for whoever's going to get elected next is COVID and the economy. That's uh, and I mean, obviously, there's other problems that are happening, but in terms of the United States, that's all we're that's all we're focusing on right now. And I mm-hmm. guess you could say the you know the battle against battle against China and Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Those are seem to be like the three main focal points that are going to be tied to, especially with the election. Uh, this one is going to be very, very... I, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even... Even even if the polls look one way, I feel like this... It, it's going to be just so different this time just because... Mm-hmm. You have some people that may not be voting because they're trying to deal with life. You got there even with the mailing system. There, there was they're talking yeah. about just some weird stuff with the mail, the mail-in ballots, and um, and just even with the communication of the information with what's going on with the uh, rules and legislation for uh, COVID. Honestly, I think right now more than ever that I think people are going to be paying attention not only to the presidential election, but they need to start paying attention to what their state. And local government is yeah. doing because even from like COVID, right? New York City local government is, or New York government is, is handling the situation well. And then you look over in California, and it's like an entire mess, right? So there's, yeah. a, I hope people pay attention to that a lot more. Um, this is not in our rundown, but I feel like we need to talk about this, guys. Today, it's been 12 years since Bernie Mac passed away. Today, Man, I ain't scared of these sons of bitches. As bring back was the main, you know. He was a listen. Funny all of dude. that still feels unreal, though. Like even as you said that, I forgot that Bernie was dead, man. Like I keep hearing like you know these these actors that I loved or whatever, and I'm like, oh man, and I'm like, oh shit, and then it dawns on me they're no longer here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, damn, that's wow, twelve years. I know. Damn. It's been a long time. I oh, saw that. And already? I was like, Wait, hold on. That shit is blowing. That shit is blowing my mind right now. Twelve years. Yeah, man. It was he passed away August 9th. 2008. Man. Damn. A long time. That's Jesus, crazy. that's a long That's crazy. That's nuts, man. RIP Bernie Mac, man. Legend, legend, legend. Do you want to talk about Beirut tonight? Let's talk about Beirut real quick, man. Let's just give them some love before we get out of here. Yeah. Who wants to, who wants to break down the information, too, on, on Beirut? I know people. a lot of people saw the clips, but we should probably add, uh, add additional information. He wants to read it. Yeah, word. Yeah, no, I don't have, let me see if I have it up. Well, well yeah, shit, you, you read yeah. it then, because they don't have it up. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so there's a, obviously you guys saw in the clip that there's an explosion um, at, the, at one of the Beirut port on Tuesday, which killed around uh, 150 people. Chris, uh, let's double confirm what the death toll is now, because I know that they were, that was around the time that they were figuring it all out. Uh, wounded thousands that caused destruction across half the city. Uh, they said it was an accident, possibly the outcome of neglect on a massive scale. Officials have launched an investigation looking at the port warehouse that had held 2,750 tons of ammonium nitrate, a chemical used for fertilizer and as an ingredient in bombs. In 2013, mm-hmm. a ship filled with 2,750 tons of ammonium nitrate stopped at the Lebanese port. It had a Russian crew and reports say it was uh, bound for uh, Mozambique. Mozambique? Mozambique? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
The ship's former captain told uh, the news this week that they had been instructed to stop in Beirut to pick up more cargo, but there was a legal dispute over port fees and the shipping company was in debt. Lawyers representing some of the crew said to, in 2015 that the ship had stopped at the port with technical problems. Ammonium nitrate, a fairly common cargo on the oceans, was impounded and unloaded. The crew had to stay on board for nearly a year and was then released. The port's customs director says he sounded several alarms about the material. Since the blast, some port officials have been placed under house arrest. Yeah, so he, uh, as of today, it's 158 confirmed deaths, over 6,000 injured. Man. Mm. So I guess the, 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 the main gist of it is that it sounds mm. like it's an accident. So somebody just left a ton of uh, explosive material down by the port. And, yeah. and so prayers, prayers to Beirut. That's a crazy yeah, accident. That's crazy. That is, That's nuts. I have to say, even you saying they accidentally left highly explosive materials down the port, like, even that sounds wild. It all sounds wild to me. It all sounds wild. Could you? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, 158. That's the, that's, that's the bodies that they found. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I, it's just, yo, it feels like it's one thing after another. After another, like I even read a, a story from a nurse who said, you know how there's like traveling uh, health pr- uh, practitioners and nurses and doctors, like how they all went to New York and they're going to like the, the hotbeds. Mm-hmm. I read a, I read an article where one of the nurses said that in Texas, pretty much all of all of the um, patients that she is handling, they all have died. She's like, that wasn't the case in New York, but she's like every single one that she's handling have been dying in Texas. So it's been, it's crazy reading everything. And then also they had uh, not too long ago, there was a doctor too, who contracted COVID and she, um, they said, you know, she took her own life and they were saying that, you know, the hardships of, of having these patients pass and you're trying to help them. Like, it's just a lot, man. It's you, really you, a lot right now. Do people understand that our ancestors and even as far as close as our grandparents and some of our parents have been through worship? Like, yeah. I, like, I really want people to understand, like, you got to find, I know it's hard right now, but you have to find mm. the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, the, yeah. people have been through way worse than... than are, what are, you talk, are, are, are you talking about I'm, all of 2020? Have you, do, you know, do you know the hardships of slavery? Of course. Like, do, do, like, do you well, understand well, that, well, that somebody could just come up and take your wife and rape her in front of you? Yeah, well, Can no. take you, like... Parents, well, 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 of course, of course, if you're going to pull out the Trump card, slavery, yes, yeah, slavery was was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you do know that there's still an extension of slavery. There's more incarcerated sex people. trafficking. There's more people incarcerated than there were ever slaves, more black people. There's you're, I mean, you, we can no. but I, we can we can we can That's identify we can identify both. That's another problem that I, that I have with just just society. You yes. Our, our ancestors had hardships, and it's also hard for us right now. I think we can agree to both in the same sentence, right? Well, and I'm not, not downplayed past. Saying, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not hard. What I'm saying is, people, you have to learn. People, not you specifically, but people have to learn to find that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Like it's mm-hmm. not. It's not all yeah. doom and gloom. It's kind of hard to say that though, because people have been living so good for so long now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and now we also have things like the internet. You get, you can find multiple ways to entertain yourself throughout the day, right? And be happy. So when something bad happens, 
of course it's going to hit you a little bit harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's kind of the, the point that I'm making is I, I wouldn't look at somebody and be like, oh, you shouldn't feel that way because people back then had it harder. Well, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying like it's you can find it's 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 okay. It's okay that it, it's difficult, but don't sit there and, and just wallow in your sorrows. Some people have really you have, an, you have an iPhone. You have an iPhone. You can go outside. Like there's there's, so there's a multitude of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Like but you we, have you have yeah. you, you have you can reach out to somebody and literally say like, yo, I'm feeling sad today, Brandon. Okay, yo, let's talk about it. Yo, I'm feeling sad today, E. All right, well, let's talk. What was? Let's point out something good that happened to you today. You couldn't. You couldn't do that way back. Yeah, you know, even in the late seventies and eighties, you could. You couldn't just do that. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I mean, it's just like I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like just the, the constant, constant doom and gloom and negativity. Not just with the pandemic, just. Just news in general. Just in news in general, yeah. Just That's news in general. I have a tough time watching news. I have a really tough time Dang. watching news for that reason. Yeah. I mean, but listen, we can't, I mean, it's okay for us to be, see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I keep saying, it's okay for us to see the light at the end of the tunnel and also say something's hard. It doesn't have to be one has to be true over the other. I think that mm-hmm. people are saying that. And for and, and, and I guess the best – way to, to to kind of explain is like by saying that Nas, someone is probably telling you hey i'm having a rough day by saying hey shit has been really bad we also have to keep in mind how people communicate just because they have social media yep. does not mean that everyone's going to communicate the same way we also have to keep yep. in mind you know the mental the mental health aspect of it and how mm-hmm. therapy is not accessible in general, even before COVID, it was not as accessible to people, you know, and, and that's one of the problems. And then on top of that, too, they're, they're seeing there's information coming out that those are some people who are getting affected by COVID are having these long term effects. And some of it is brain damage. Right. So it's like there's these a lot. There's so many different things that are contributing to to this overall. And yes, there is a line at the end of the tunnel, because even if we look at history with previous pandemics, right, they all eventually end at some point. We don't know when that's going to happen, but it will end at some point based off of just how history has been. But, you know, none of us have dealt with a pandemic, right? So when you have a factor that no one has really dealt with, I mean, the only ones that probably dealt with it were the, what, the polio? Um, Like the older generation that they dealt with that, but none Mm -hmm. of us have ever dealt with anything to this magnitude. The same thing that like, you saw how everyone just didn't know how to like emotionally process 9-11 yeah. you know for some people that's that's something that they never dealt with you know i mean aside aside yeah. from just looking at this pandemic like this this right here is oh man i was about, i was gonna say something i know it was gonna get cut out <laughs> i i know it was gonna get cut out oh, not, not 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 to compare it to slavery but this uh, would be Chris, like Chris Marcus. Yeah, market. Just market. Just market. So <laughs> today, this <laughs> pandemic is almost like it's not equivalent to slavery, obviously, but it's like slavery for everyone else. Because to a certain degree, your freedoms have been taken away. You can't go to the gym. You can't, man. Some, some people can't go to Starbucks. Oh you know my what I'm God. Like, oh, thanks, Chris. Like, people, like, <laughs> thanks, people Chris. Thanks, Chris. What? The torment. The torment. Oh, my I didn't get my, my life. 
Yeah, yeah like, like I don't know what he's talking about right now. That's what I'm saying. For for certain people, well, for all of us, this pandemic is taking away your freedom. Yeah, but if it, I I so think that, to, that that's got to be compared to compared to racism, I think but, this but, is more but, compared but, but, to being but, incarcerated. But here goes why. Versus here goes why it hits a little harder though. Here goes why it hits really hard though for people because these days in this day and time, life is particularly sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah. To have everything taken away from you, including your job. And everything like that, that's going to hit people really hard. That's going to hit Agreed. people really I, hard. Yeah. Agreed. I just don't think it hits as hard as slavery. My dating life <laughs> has suffered tremendously. No. Okay. Stop. That's just great. Stop. Just stop. Yeah, that's great. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. AIDS is still yeah. out there. Herpes, gonorrhea. Yeah, there's, so, there's so much happening. Yeah, and people, there's and so much are, happening. And, and people are still having, I'm not using contraception. Oh, I'm sorry, condoms don't exist anymore? <laughs> like, Wait, I, I'm actually curious about that. Do you think the pandemic is going to lower the STD rates? No. No, I, I think it's going to increase. Oh, maybe. Yeah. You think I mean, it's going to, yeah, you yeah, think yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. It may so. increase though too though. It may increase Wait, too. but where would it increase? Because there's some there's some people no, who because, aren't trying to. Oh, but it had to I dramatically know. impact one night stands. Oh, it definitely it, it it impacted all of that stuff. It impacted all of that. But I had to take is, a guess. That's probably how diseases are spread mostly. I'm no scientist. I'm close. We're 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 clear on that. <laughs> but if I had to take a guess, that's how they're mostly spread. Gotcha. Yeah, but I think yeah, pandemic definitely the numbers are going to be jaded. They're going to come out like oh, the, the, the numbers have dropped. The, the numbers have dropped. Yes, because nobody was out there walling out. You know. Yeah, hold on. I, yeah, not he makes a good you. point. Are right we, there, are we, yeah, but are we just going to not acknowledge that Fauci has yet to been able to figure it out, but Wilson figured out how this is being transferred? Well, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. even know who Fauci is, but. Yeah, I'm not oh surprised at me all right, all right, coming right. to the conclusion beforehand. Right. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's great. Oh, man. All right, guys. This, this show's been great. Wait, wait, <laughs> it's wait, been a great wait, show. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, I got a question. I want to end, Chris. I, I, I want to end. So I've been seeing a lot of responses to the last episode. One, did you catch the versus re, uh, battle between Rick Ross and 2 Chains? And two, are you ready to apologize for picking 2 Chains? Mm. Okay, okay, number one, I hate you, Chris, because I thought I was going to slide this episode. <laughs> I thought I was going to get out of here without uh, having to address that. But as far as the verses go, unfortunately, my, and I, I told you guys in the group chat, for some reason, the live kept on getting disconnected. I don't know if that was mm. happening for everybody, but I kept on coming in and out of it. But mm. every time I popped back in, it was neck and neck for me. <laughs> Personally, I, I, bet, I, I bet I bet it was. I bet it was. It seemed it, it seemed very, like, it was very it was very clear. It was very clear what happened. And, and personally, you know, I I I knock I, I rock more to two chains two chains joints personally. So whenever whenever I pop Why? back on two chains, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold that against Ross. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep it. For me, it was a tie. Oh, uh, so that's what we're opinion. going with. Okay. I love, I, yeah, I love this guy. Man. But admittedly, I didn't, I didn't see the whole thing. Well, Wilson, yeah, you uh, better not come to one of our episodes with some chick massaging you in the background. Yeah, word. Yeah, that, that was the greatest idea. Even 2 Chain said it in that moment. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, I wish I thought, he was like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, that's because he brought strippers out and was making it rain. I remember y'all put it in the chat. See, and I, was like, I missed nah, that they, part. They, 
Yeah, but they, I, but I, I missed it too. I caught it on the replay because I was like, nah, that's his wife. Because I saw his wife walk in. So I'm like, nah, it's his wife and a friend or some shit. And then I saw the strippers. <laughs> I said, okay, two trains got to the shits. Did, did, he, did he do it? Yeah, I like them strippers. Yeah, I love them strippers. Yeah. Did that, darn yes. it? Yes, yes, yes. That might have put him over the top. And, 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 was make, and, it was, and was making it rain, mind you. But during the performance, now, now, now we're gonna celebrate that, but we're gonna, we're, but we're gonna damn Tory Lanes for doing it. <laughs> just because you, just because you, hold on, just because you, you fade back, back that, not, yeah, not, that, not okay. That, no, no, that's fine, but just that, that, that dramatic chair rollback, it doesn't like put an oomph on your point. Yes, we couldn't to, do it. I'm just saying, I just wanted to know what how he wanted to, us to react to that. To, to the chair rollback. Yeah, no, that's all I want to know. I'm, I'm just saying, because I remember a few episodes back when we brought up Quarantine Radio, it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't it was okay for all the, you know, raunchiness. But now it is. Like, we've been in COVID long we enough. Not. Now it's okay. Wait, I don't know. But nah. there was, like, chicks pouring milk down their cooch. And that's what I'm saying. That's, 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 that's a lot going on. That was a little different. That's a lot different. Yo, do strippers get unemployed? distractions. Wait, nothing wrong with I'm two chains bringing some essential workers into this. Do do strippers get unemployment? <laughs> they're independent. Wait, they're, what? They're, they're, te- they're technically independent contractors. So do they get unemployment or? No, I w- No, I don't think so. I don't think they're, so. they're, they're independent That's contractors. Not right. they're, they're not. Yeah. They, they don't. They don't work for the establishment. They they go there to perform their art. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and they have to pay to to be there. You know, they're paying. They get mm-hmm. po- portions of their of their. Uh, their money that they earn to the back to the club. So there's that way the these... club. They're all independent contractors because if not, then yeah. then the gentlemen's club is on the line for I, 50, I to, 50 persons in insurance. I need to hear from mm. the stripper community. There should be a <laughs> oh document. There should be a documentary on this. No, seriously, I want to know how they're handling COVID. I only, care. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man fans. of the people. Only fans. I care only about fans. all the people. Oh. Only fans. All, all the people. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, well, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. I <laughs> want to thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe. Hit the noti notification button. Be notified for your latest and the greatest episodes. Also, be sure to engage and join the Discord, as well as follow us on all social medias. I am one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BH Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I am the regular Nas. I'm Wilson. Chris, Nas, you don't do names anymore? No, Hold on, let Chris finish it. Chris got to finish it. Take us off. Take us home, Chris. And it's Chris. All right, I'm going to get out of here, guys. I'm going to the beach. <laughs> Word. Peace. Y'all be cool, y'all. I'm jealous. Peace. I'm jealous. <laughs> grass, 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 grass.